You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey mamas, Krista Rialba here, and I'm so excited to be here once again for another episode of the Ambitious Mama Podcast. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a conversation that I had with Kathy Kaler. So Kathy's been a trainer. She's been talking fitness and, and empowering us to be fit and healthy and strong and active since the 80s. And that's actually when I first met her, so to speak, via VHS when I was trying to get abs like Claudia Schiffer. I was totally obsessed with her VHS videos. So it was so cool when our paths crossed much later in my life um, at a USANA event and she was the, the the trainer for USANA. So that was so cool. We became friends. We collaborated doing uh, different retreats together and she's just one of my favorite people. I love her so much. So she is one of the most fascinating people just because of her experiences back from when she you know, first started working with Jane Fonda and then she was training all kinds of A-list celebrities like you name it, Julia Roberts, Michelle Pfeiffer, Cindy Crawford, Jennifer Anderson, you know, it goes on and on. And, uh, and she's just been just such a steady force of just empowering us to just to be fit and healthy and to, you know, her books, Mom Energy, were so cool too, like just to help us to be healthy and to live our best lives. So I absolutely adore Kathy and I'm just so excited to share this conversation with you. Uh, it was just such a great time just connecting with her. We actually haven't chatted in a couple years. So this conversation is her and I catching up and me asking her some really interesting questions. So enjoy and definitely give her a shout out on Instagram. Tell her that you listen to this podcast. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. Let's go. Okay, I'm here with my friend Kathy. I'm so happy. We've been uh, we've been chatting away. Hey, Kath, we've been Hi. just getting caught Hi. up. <laughs> so good, so good. So you guys have Kathy Kaler here, and um, we haven't caught up in a few years. It's been way too long. It has been way too long. But I have been seeing you, so know <laughs> that I see you and I hear you. Oh my gosh. Well, you've been inspiring me for years along with, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. And you already know that I first met you VHS when I was a teenager trying to get abs like Claudia Schiffer. (laughs) And I have been actually working out to myself during this (laughs) pandemic. How awkward is that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's In fact, I have somebody who is just made a purchase saying, I want your DVD. Cause I keep saying like online, I'm like, I'm working out to myself. How bad is that? <laughs> well, those, those VHS tapes were amazing. And um, I, I wish I still had mine from back in the day. They were so good. So I know we're right now, it's funny. Cause when I started this season for Ambitious Mama, this is season four. Um, like the first episode is just hilarious because I didn't know COVID was coming, right? <laughs> and it was like, it's like time to like level up and like take it to the next level and grow. And and I thought I knew what that looked like, but obviously it looked totally different. But I think from everyone that I'm, t- I'm speaking with, everyone that I'm working with, everyone that I'm interviewing, there's more growth going down than ever before. 
during and, the time. And all kinds. All kinds. It looks completely different for everyone. Right. I don't think really we, we had any clue that this was something that could possibly happen in our lifetime. No. You know, I, I, my kids are 24, almost 24 and, and almost 20. And so they have different questions of, of what, you know, what this all means and, and when is it going to end? And, um, you know, I thought about my life and I always heard my grandparents or my parents talking about situations in their childhood. And, you know, we hear now about the different pandemics in the early 1900s. And, but I really never thought that here in this type of world that we live that's so technological and transportable and mobile that we would be all in our houses sitting here on these zoom calls um so there's a there's a level of fear and scariness to it because it's weird yeah but i think the weeks that have passed we've Mm -hmm. adopted what we're supposed to be doing and then we've had to become creative and very as as you're saying the growth like what you know what are we doing to grow ourselves and how are we accepting this is a level of growth with emotion and and confidence and security and mm-hmm. how are we growing physically you know do you have a do you have a, a method a, a routine a you know, uh, something that you've set up on your own. Um, I'll tell you, I have a chart behind, in front of me, actually, that is just a piece of poster board. And it's my moves that I have to do before I lay down. Oh. It's, and I'll take a picture, I'll send it to you. But it's, you know, it's just the way you have to train yourself to continue your growth. Mm -hmm. So it's all new. It's all new. It's new for me. It's new for my kids. It's, 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 it's new for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I've had this conversation with a few people who have interviewed during this time. And, um, I think at first there was like this, this messaging that was going on. I don't know exactly from who, but well-meaning people who were saying like, you don't have to grow. You don't have to, you could just be cause it's a pandemic, right? You don't ha- you don't have to do anything new. You don't have to work on a new skill. You don't have to set goals. And, and I think that all the intentions were well-meaning. Um, but I, I also know to be true that this time has given us a gift that we'll never get again. And I think if we choose, if we make the intention to use it to serve us best while allowing a lot of grace, you know, for ourselves and for how things may change day to day and how we're feeling. I think this is like a beautiful gift of growth, would you say? Absolutely. And I, and I think the part that I have taken, and I hope others may see this too, is that we beat down on ourselves so hard. Mm-hmm. And And I look at all of the things that I was doing before and it was, you know, just the, the, the every single day of the different um, things that I would say I have to get done. And it it was almost like a frenzy of activity. And 
in the last weeks, I've been noticing that I'm actually very appreciative to myself and pat on the back that I accomplished one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and one thing might have even been like, oh my God, you got up before nine and you took a shower. You actually feel like, hey, good going. Go, so, girl. <laughs> so maybe there's a growth in slowing down, mm-hmm. being, you know, present, um, maybe really uh, being in that moment of getting whatever that is that you're choosing to do that day or today. You know, today I'm going to think this is it. Me talking to you is it. Like that's where I'm going to be because I want to be, you know, I look forward to this. I saw your message. I saw your email. We had this lovely conversation before we started. Yeah. It's a mindset of saying, okay, this is, this is enough because I want to, I want to, really use this and and how it plays out later might just show up but i want to be here and be present in it beautiful so intentional right i think Mm. i think the lie that a lot of us tell ourselves and we may some of us may believe it (laughs) is that we're good at multitasking now i think just because we can technically do it i don't believe at least for myself that I'm bringing quality to each of the things that I'm multitasking opposed to. Right, right, right. That's exactly it. It's yes, we can multitask, but where does the level of uh, focus and um, giving all and quality in each of those things? Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, we can be, we can do them all, but are you putting everything in it? Yeah. In? Yeah. Is it really serving yourself or the other people in the multitasking well? <laughs> Probably right. not. Right. right. I, I have an interesting question, and I asked uh, my last guest this too, but it's really been on my mind. It's, um, I think we're all looking forward to getting back to different states of normal. Um, what is one thing that you do not want to go back to normal? Well, I've discovered a few things along the way. Um, I don't think I'll ever buy paper towel again. Okay. I know these are little things, but they're little things that if you look at it in the grand scheme, it's Mm -hmm. pretty massive, Mm -hmm. but I've realized I don't need to buy them. Yeah. I, I have tea towels that I find that are beautiful, that some are vintage, they're embroidered, they, they mean something to me, they're easy to throw in with my regular load of laundry, and I don't have to think about how many trees did this take, mm-hmm. then how many paper towel rolls are in every house, in every city, in every state, in every country. So that's one. Number two, I also discovered no need bread making. And I have made the most delicious, super easy loaves of bread. I don't, I don't think I'll buy bread at the store anymore. Wow. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. It was so easy. It was beyond, beyond like just silly. So easy. Okay. So you're going to give me the recipes, right? I will. Absolutely. Um, 
I think the other things that I'm not going to go back to, um, I think I, 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 my fear was challenged. I think I was, I sometimes dipped into the, the, the fear mongering. I, I, you know, I, I caught myself. And I, th I think that takes a little more of understand what you believe in mm -hmm. and stand on it. And, and then I think we're also looking at more, um, more education and research on your own before you jump in. Mm -hmm. And that can, that can fall through in everything. It can fall through in what we do as our businesses. It can fall through with our products that we align ourselves with. It can fall through with, with um, you know, just what we choose to eat, how we choose to exercise. It's very easy to be lured with words and headlines and stories. But when we peel back the layers and take the time to do that, I feel that that is what I'm learning from this stay at home pandemic is let's do a little more research. Let's do a little more understanding, a little more education, and yeah. then come to where you want to go. Let's dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. Yeah. That's every day at dinner time. Uh, my, my older son, Curtis, he'll come to me with some um, fact that he picked up and yeah. I know where he got his information from and he'll say, did you know, you could use an apple to charge your phone. And I'll say, well, maybe just, you know, do a little fact check on that one. Where did you find that information? He's like, TikTok. Every time TikTok is, is where it gets its news from. I love what you said to him is yeah. cool. That's 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 very interesting. And then have them, you know, check a little more. Let them discover, is that possible or is that not possible? Yeah, yeah. before you start telling all your friends. <laughs> right. Well, I think we can learn that as grown-ups too. Because 100%. There's a lot of just random sharing on Facebook. They, they like the idea behind it. And it's just a quick share. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So do more work. Do a little more work. Okay, beautiful, beautiful takeaways. Um, now, obviously as a personal trainer for how many years have you been... How long? <laughs> long time. I started teaching exercise classes to choreographed songs that I was handed a three ring binder as a senior in college. So that's 1984. Wow. That's a long time. That's amazing. I mean, I, I wish all the listeners can know all of your adventures. Could we just have an episode about that? I'm writing my final book. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I will read it. I cannot wait. Find me, I have my, my first eight. Wow. Okay. I, I want all of the like behind the scenes cool that's stuff. It. No, that's, that's the, this is the tell all. <gasps> the tell all? Oh my gosh. Tell okay. all. If you follow me on Instagram, my, I started, it, it's a post right at the beginning of this pandemic. And I stated, COVID got me. Now, let me tell you how many people wrote saying, oh my God, are you sick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was followed up with, it got me to actually put everything out on my table and mm -hmm. start writing about my life. 
Oh my God. He's in such so, an amazing it's life. Happening. Okay. It's happening. Stories will be laid out in full. We got we had Julia Roberts, Jane Fonda, the Kardashians. Um, I I don't I've only touched. I'll be in there. It'll all be in there. We see stuff. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Please just let me know so I can get the copy as soon as possible. <laughs> okay. It'll be the first podcast. Yes. Okay. So growth mindset. Let's let's circle back here because I think. Personal trainers, athletes, like the athlete, athlete mindset, the, the whole idea to have a mindset of growth, right? I, I know that you have it and you've obviously been in growth mode since forever, right? And I just want to talk to you about this because I want to know where you're at right now in terms of personal growth, what it looks like, because I really want to be able for all the listeners to tune into and to honor where they're at in their growth and to feel good about it. So where are you at right now, Kathy? Well, I'm going to take off with what you said as, as, mm -hmm. a, as a trainer and as an athlete. One of the things that I pull away from that is competitiveness. Mm. And I have, and it gets me in trouble, but I have extreme competitiveness. And I have, right now it's with my husband. So if he beats me at backgammon, I lose my mind. <laughs> if he if he's exercising upstairs on the Peloton, I pull out my step and I start exercising to myself down here. So it's a, it's a good and a bad thing. But competition, I think, is part of drive. Mm -hmm. And it drives you to the next thing. So, so I look at what are the other things that you compete with yourself on. So, you know, I have my step tracker. I'm competing with myself every day with my numbers of steps. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't enough. I found that I was itching for something else. Something was calling me. Something was making me just not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so prior to this pandemic, um, and this goes back to this time of year right now, last year, um, and, and I'll say straight out, I, I have my USANA business, I have my regular customers, and I'm grateful, and I hope I have that till the day I die. Mm -hmm. But I was not actively growing in that particular area. Mm -hmm. um, I'll always share USANA. I'll always, uh, you know, people see that I take it. I, you know, I think for me, it's the power of emulating and, and people follow what you do. Mm -hmm. But for me, something else was what was, I just needed to do something else. And I'll share most of that story is how I've gotten back involved with my clients, but in a, in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. um, but I decided to say yes to an acting job. Now, I've act, I acted in college and I acted in high school, but and I've never done anything again since then. I've done TV and all that playing myself. But this was a thing that came by, came across my plate, and I said, yes, absolutely. What else am I doing? I need to do, I want to do something. So I did it, and now I'm on a TV show. How crazy is that? What's a TV show called? It's called Rusty Camel TV. It's on uh, YouTube. It's a web series right now, but it's being looked at for a larger 
uh, platform. Okay. It's getting good, uh, good views. And I have to say it was very scary. Um, I felt very intimidated. I felt very um, personally judged. And that just came from me, like my own personal judgment. Um, but what it did was is opened up another path. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I think the most, um, uh, the, 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 the best way I can describe it is that we feel like we're on these paths and we feel like we've chosen them intentionally. And I think there's some, you know, rigidness in, in our lives that we feel as we age, we want to stay where we are. It's comfortable. It's safe. Um, and, and like we were talking before we started is as we age, we kind of think, Oh, I don't want to have more friends. I have enough already. Or, you know, I, I don't want to add more things on my calendar is so full. How can I possibly take on something else? Um, but what we don't realize is when we do say yes to something totally different, we just don't know what's on that path. Mm-hmm. And you risk by saying yes, and I'll figure it out as I go. Mm-hmm. It opens up a whole nother area of life, of people, of growth, of experience, of of, of emotion, of um, competition, of, and it just creates another level of fulfillment. Even where I am right now, you know, I'm mid to late 50s. I grew up where it was middle aged and then, whew, okay, retirement. No, no way. No. <laughs> so that's the thing is. I, I shot this last October and settled in on it and then waited and then this pandemic and now it's out and my book is laid out and I'm, you know, I'm more competitive than ever. Yeah. Okay. So is the lesson in staying in a place, I think... I think I think that there's information out there that's like empowering women to say no. It's okay to say no, but I always feel like just say yes and see what's out there. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to say no, but it's also really okay to say yes, even if it's super scary and un- and unknown. Yeah. In fact, it's probably the things to say yes to. Yeah. I, you can look at it too in that it's a it's it's also a place to help you grow what you're already doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can bring that with you. You can always bring it with you. Yeah. And look at all your adventures. Oh my gosh. And, and, I, and I think the, you know, the thing about it too is, is that we're gaining um, more ability to look at yourself and, you know, again, how we talked about the accomplishment. Yeah. Um, we thrive on that as much as we don't realize the power of accomplishment. Like when you make your bed in the morning, I tell yeah. my kids, messy head, messy bed, make your bed. It's an, it's a, it's a first thing that you can say, I accomplished that. Absolutely. Um, you know, 
we, we as humans, I believe that's innate. We, we thrive on accomplishment. It builds energy. It builds character. It builds uh, strength. Yes. Um, and, and so I look at it that way. And, and I really think that it's what I've taken away in my 50s is not to slow down, but to, and not necessarily to speed up, but to look at the different paths and take them. So good. So good. And I think like, I'm thinking about this. Okay. So when something comes to you, so comes across, like comes on your plates, like through email or text or however it's arriving, I think it either gives you a feeling of like, Ooh, like, ah, like, what is this? Or like, Oh God, like, I don't want that. Like I feel you feel it in your body right? Because that feeling of excitement and even if there's fear wrapped up in it, like it's exciting. It feels expansive. It feels like there's possibility. Then the opposite is like restrictive. Like if you you can say no to like, I don't know, maybe it's like a seeing a friend that really doesn't fill your cup because you're, you, it's okay to say no because you don't have maybe the capacity to serve that relationship right now. That's a good, hard no, because it right. doesn't feel expansive. Right. right. And I think it's, think that's, it's a feeling in your body that you kind of got to get it in tune with. Yeah. And sometimes it takes getting all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Where you are exhausted, where you mm-hmm. are Feeling broken. Out, yeah. broke, whatever it is, um, but building it back up. Yeah. becomes your choice and how and how you do it what you say yes to and what you say no to and it and I think too it's what you're just kind of touching on is the energy mm-hmm. and being in tune with what feels energetic in that you can mm-hmm. you can touch that mm-hmm. compared to where something is very um, draining yeah. And how do you recognize those two things? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's either gonna pull you down or mm-hmm. bring you up. <laughs> right. And so, the way to try it is to test it. Great yeah. right. about a path. Go down it. If you don't like it, turn around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let let's speak to any women, any, um, any person I'll say who's listening, I looked at the analytics yesterday and I do have a small male following on Ambitious Mama. Okay. Oh, guys. So to all, all the peeps listening, if anyone is feeling stuck, broken, limited, uh, scared, any of those, those feelings, just like you're, you're just, you're tired, okay? I think both you and I, I'm, I'm sure we've both been there. I know I've been there multiple times in my life. I've been there multiple times during this pandemic. Right? Okay. So what do we do? What do you do? I'll share, I'll share what I do. You share what you do to reach a little higher and to take those steps to get to that place of feeling good and feeling supported and feeling excited maybe. And I know that might be a, that's a, that's a few steps away, but what are your steps? Well, I come to it with, again, uh, an, an athletic focus and a body focus. And the, the dark side of my body focus is something that I've dealt with all my life, which is 
body image and eating disorder. And now it's, and then I went through disordered eating and now I am very educated and understand fuel is, is fuel. Fuel is, is, is really where it starts. Um, so I, I think to do it very much in a bullet point is that you've got to do a check-in on what fuel has gone in your body. Mm -hmm. So if it's been a morning that it's been a bite of a this and a bite of a that and, and you know, it's not balanced like my shake, then I know I'm down, going down a bad hill. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So that, and, and that you can turn immediately, just make a shake. Yeah. Like it's an instant whoosh. Okay. That is at least going to settle that, that scary rip, rip, rip. Mm -hmm. That one. Um, the other thing is I have never, ever felt bad after coming back from doing something that kicks my heart rate up mm. and gets me breathing and gets me moving. Mm -hmm. And right now, because we can't go to a gym, um, I find myself doing a lot of walking. And I know this is so cliche. It's so boring. And it's so like everyone says that, but it's really true. I cannot tell you enough. I put my phone in my side of my tights. I check my steps on where it's at and I just go. And I go for an hour. I go for an hour and a half. I go for 45 minutes. I go for two and a half hours. I go super early morning. I go super late at night. Sometimes, you know, I know I don't promote it at night, but I have a very safe place to walk. But there's something that changes the level of your mood in the endorphins and the balance, um, the appreciation, the, um, the time where you're just looking at, at, at trees or sky or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it changes your perspective. And that to me is a gift. And that is something that everybody can give to themselves. And I can't promote it enough. Absolutely. I think it's, isn't it Tony Robbins who says, um, Motion changes emotion. Yes. Totally. Right? That's it. Move, move your bod. <laughs> move the bod. So true. There's never a workout or a yoga class or anything that you're going to regret. <laughs> right. We told our kids that when they're little, they would need to, you know, go jump on the trampoline or go run yeah. around the block, whatever it is. It changes the mood. Absolutely. I'll just add one thing to that. I, I think. When you're feeling low, you don't want to show up for stuff. You know, it's just like, like you don't want to, right? But I, I can tell you that, like, I mean, in, in our, in, in our um, you know, larger USANA family, there's a lot of opportunities to show up, whether it's for a training or a meeting or a collaboration or a, you know, in-person event or whatever. But whenever I've shown up, even though I didn't want to, right? So showed up to support a few people at a cafe or, or whatever it was, or showed up to support a customer. I always felt better by showing up, right? Yeah. Something shifted. And even though I didn't have a lot to give, if I'm showing up for someone else, I'm shifting the focus off of myself into supporting, helping, and that takes me out of my own stuff. Mm -hmm. into a better place and I leave feeling inspired from just showing up right, right. 
And, and those of you who are not in our USANA family listening, I mean, you could apply that to absolutely anything. Show up for that girl's night. Show up for that whatever. Just show up, right? Especially when you don't want to sometimes because like that, that also showing up for other people and being around people who you know will leave you feeling better is always a good thing. Uh, and, and it's reflection. Yeah. You know, the reflection of showing up is you're seeing someone else. Yeah. And you're reflecting onto them, but mm-hmm. they're reflecting onto you. Mm-hmm. So that a lot of times creates creativity and inspiration mm-hmm. and then motivation. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you're going to hear mm-hmm. from someone who's there, whether they're just learning about something for the first time or they are coming with an issue and you're just there you don't know how that's going to affect you. But a lot of times because you've shown up, Mm -hmm. you are reflecting onto them and their reflection. You take away. Mm -hmm. away Something might trigger you to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to write something about this topic or, or that really reminded me of something. I'm, I'm going to go back and do this or we just don't know. And that's, that's the whole thing of saying yes and taking that risk and then having it, you know, rebound onto something. Absolutely. So I've been hosting these power hours, like I, I told you there. And it's so funny because I'm like, like every, people are showing up not knowing what the heck I have in store for them each day. Right? And, and I'm like, Okay, guys, you ready? Ready for the next challenge? And they're just like, I don't even know, right? Because it's like everything is so out of the comfort zone. And then someone shared with me today um, in a message. She says, I have to confess, I like hated the first two times I showed up. (laughs) She says, but now it's like the highlight of my day because I'm excited. It just feels so expansive, right? right? To be surrounded by people who want to grow, right? People who are saying yes people who are lifting each other up. And I think there's something really, really magical when, when you're around people who truly live the hashtag women supporting women. It's mm. different to use the hashtag. <laughs> and actually living it is totally different because right. what it looks like is like, uh, you know, so we're celebrating someone who has zero impact on our livelihood but we're just genuinely super excited because she's growing and she feels good because it paves the way for all of us the rising tide right totally yeah so i'm that's really great i'm I'm, I'm excited for you i'm excited for us kathy and i just need you to be able to cross that border so you can come see me (laughs) fingers are crossed counting the days Oh my gosh. Okay. So when all this pandemic is over, is there anything that you're looking forward to most? I said to my husband, I'm going to call my masseuse because I am dying. The <laughs> knots, my, usually I get like, you know, the stripping. I, I, I'm just like, can you just come over? <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely going to be loving that. I miss my trainer a lot. I have a great gym that I, that I um, work out in. So I miss that. And, um, but, but mostly, honestly, it's the, the freedom of just being able to pick up and, and go do something 
mm-hmm. that I'm not being told I can't. That's what I, what I miss. And then on a very personal level, you know, I miss my mom. So, you know, when you, when you're not allowed to do something and the last time when you did do it, you just didn't realize that there was ever not going to be that time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the emotional hard part. So hard. Yeah. Oh, Kathy, I just wish I could give you a hug. But <laughs> I wish I could hug you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm seeing these stories pop up from like memories and I'm like, we yeah. were standing so close to each other. No, I know it. I know it. we were all in a circle in my in my living room at the cottage. Oh, I can't wait. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kathy, and and I know that the best is yet to come for both of us. For sure. Thank you for like generously sharing your wisdom, and um, I just can't wait for that book. <laughs> juicy, juicy. Oh. We'll talk soon, Kathy. Okay, absolutely. Okay, thank you again. You're amazing. Bye. Bye. Hey, mamas, before you go, one quick thing I wanted to share. I would love for you to head on over to Facebook and to join the private community that I created just for you. You can search it up. It says Krista Rialba's Insiders, Ambitious Mamas, and Business Builders. So this is the group for you where I can support you, where you can ask questions from the episodes, where we share resources, share upcoming events, etc. So definitely go and join that group and just a big shout out to you guys for listening, for sharing, for supporting this, for encouraging me. Thank you so, so much. And thank you to all of the guests, especially just today, Kathy Kaler. What an episode. I really appreciate everyone who makes this podcast possible. We'll be back soon. Bye.